0: welcome to our class on chasidus this week since we are celebrating Pesach Sheini we are going to be learning a very special chasidic discourse from the Rebbe it's actually the only chasidic discourse of the Rebbe on Pesach Sheini the Rebbe actually said this chasidic discourse in Tavshin Lamed Ches which is 42 years ago and it was edited 11 years later in Tavshin Memtes, so that's 31 years ago the classics of this discourse, and there begins, the discourse, by saying, "Lahavin Inyan Pesach sheni. We have to understand the idea behind Pesach Sheni. So the question is, what does that mean? We have to understand the, the Inyan, the idea behind Pesach Sheni. So I just want to give an introduction, and based on the Torah, where it describes Pesach Sheni. So first of all, we all know that when the Jewish people left Egypt, so it says clearly, that only one-fifth, or one opinion, even one out of 500, went out of Egypt. But you see clearly, when it came to going out of Egypt, not everybody left Egypt. That's point number one. Point number 2 when it came to celebrate the Carbon Pesach so it says specifically that there were rules who could who can participate who can't if you were spiritually impure you could not participate in the Carbon Pesach so what happened was, as the Torah tells us in Prashpa Bar Midbar, the Jewish people that were impure came to Moish Rabbeinu. They said, listen, we want to be partake in the carbon uh, Pesach. And, unfortunately, we're impure and we cannot partake. partake. Laman negara, why should we be left out? So Moish Rabbeinu says, fine, good request. I'll ask Hashem. Hashem comes back and Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, and He says that those that are impure, and that was the original request, but then Hashem adds... Oi Bederech, or if they were on the road, means they physically could not be there. And then the verse says Rachoika. Now, if you give a look in the word rechoika on top of the hay the last letter of there's a dot on top. The commentaries, for example, the Khaskoini says that Rachhoika, because it's a dot, it's separated from Bederach. It doesn't mean that a person was on a faraway road. Bederach, that's one one issue. But the second issue is Rachhoika. He's far away. And he says specifically, someone that's far away from Judaism, someone that's far away. And he says, either l'chem or Either then, or what happens after a long period of time, people can become despondent and they can lose their connection with Hashem. they're they're disconnected. So, nevertheless, they are included as well in participating in the carbon pesach sheni. So here you see, there's a major difference between the first pesach and the second pesach. In the first carbon pesach, the 14th of Nissan. Not everyone's accepted. Not everyone can participate. But when it comes to Pesach Sheni, everybody can participate. Whether the person is holy, not holy, pure, impure, a person behaves, doesn't behaves, a person follows Hashem, a person sins, Rechokai is far away from Judaism. Everybody's accepted. So Pesach Sheni. Says, as we know, the famous Hayyim Yoyin, the Rebbe says, for forafalim." There's nobody that's left out. Everybody's accepted. So Pesach Sheni, everyone's accepted. A novel idea. So the Rebbe says, in Pesach Sheni." We have to understand. Wow, what's this Pesach Sheni all about? That everybody's accepted. It's a new policy in Judaism. Judaism always says, no, if you're pure, you can bring a sacrifice. If you're not pure, you can't. And, and everything else that comes with it. And here we say, no, Pesach Sheni, everyone's accepted. Not necessarily a, 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 a way that we see in the Torah, where the Torah is full of rules and disciplines and rule, and, and law and order. So the Rebbe says, Lehov in Indian, Pesach Sheni, we have to understand what's this whole idea of Pesach Sheni. The Rebbe sets out over here a beautiful, classical Hasidic insight into Pesach which i think once we learn it we'll have a whole new perspective in how we could literally accept every single person how we can love everybody how we can be unified with everybody and when we love everyone and we unified everybody, we'll see in the smile where says this is what it's going to be like when mashiach comes we can literally experience what it's Mashi- what's going to be like when mashiach comes now if we are willing to learn this discourse this learn what it means what really Pesach sheni is all about follow the practical guide of the the rebbe points out in this Hasidic discourse how to have true love for everybody we will merit to be living today with tasting a little Shia comes and hopefully we'll all merit to the great revelation when we'll t- really be unified not only spiritually but physically with all unfortunate people that passed away whether it was a long time ago recently and all the pain that people are going through will be re- reunited in a beautiful way so obviously this is a very, very powerful discourse. And the Rebbe begins and he says that in order to understand Pesach Sheini, we have to understand and three introductions the Rebbe gives, based on a Hasidic discourse from the Tzemach Tzedek. And the Tzemach Tzedek says that there are three differences between the first and the second Pesach. So I'm going to tell you an outline we're going to, of, of this chapter, we're going to, and I'll give you an outline before each chapter, and we'll go into each chapter in depth. So the first thing the Rebbe says, that there's a major difference between the first Pesach and the second Pesach, where is? In the first Pesach, think about the Jewish people. Where were they? They were in Egypt. They were in Memta Tumo. They were all in a very, very unholy place. They were disconnected from God. They were in a tremendous place of impurity. The only thing they had to do was, and they could do, was Surah Meirah. They were in such a bad place, they had to run away from evil spiritually the void is called the skafia and as we we're involved in evil we're involved in negativity but we obviously we're not ready to totally throw it all away is skafia we practice restraint and then the rebbe is going to the second idea the rebbe is going to explain to us is that in the 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 connection that we have with hashem we know in the spirit even though it starts in the top Chabad, the intellect and the emotions and then Malchus, but because we are coming anew, we don't, can't start on the top so in Kabbalah it says we started from Malchus we worked our way up from the bottom, from accepting God as a king, then we worked to Yisoy, a bonding relationship with Hashem and then into the emotions and intellect, that's happened later on when we received the Torah and so on and so forth, so Yisoy Yisoy is our first connection to the first sphere of Malchus, and obviously our relationship with Hashem was one of Yiras Hashem however, Pesach Sheni is the level of what of asetoi because already now we want to do good the proof is we came to Hashem and we came to Moshe and said we want to have a positive relationship with Hashem also we you have the idea of hisapcha where you're totally transformed and we reached already the next sphere of yesoid and then obviously we, we reached a level of relationship with avas Hashem so that's the first chapter I'm going to go into it in depth so the Rebbe explains, again, the first, the first, the first difference between Pesach, um, between the first Pesach and the second Pesach, and he said he's going to explain it by avoidas ha'odam, meaning to say is that when we have a relationship with Hashem, one of the gifts of mysticism is that we have to work on ourselves. We have to transform ourselves. So we know that there's two different avoidas. There's the avoida of sur Meira, and, the of there's the of Iskafya, and there's avoida of asetov. There's avoida of iskafia and there's avoida of isabcha. So in the month of Nisan, what was our avoida? We had to work on Sur meira. It's bad, go away. We're not holding where we have to start embracing good, even though that's great. But the avoida of Nisan is Sur meira, going away from evil. The avoida is Eskafia, just practice restraint. Don't engage in something which is not appropriate. And then we have the Avoid of Chaydashir, which is the month that Pesach Sheini is in. Avoid of Chaydashir already is all about um, doing good. And as we see, unique, the month of year is the only month of the whole Jewish calendar that every single day there's a positive mitzvah, every day we count the Omer. Every day we're going, we're coming closer to Hashem by refining our midot in a beautiful way, which that basically is called the Avoida of Ishabcha. So that is, again, the first difference between the first and the second Pesach. The first one is Sur is Iskafya, and the Pesach Sheini is Ase Toiv and Ishabcha. The second difference. So, as we mentioned before, in the Sfirot, Generally, it's Keser or Chachmah Bin das, the intellect down to the emotions, down to Malchus. But because we're becoming a people, so we have to start from the bottom. So the avodah of the first Pesach of Chayda nisan is the Avoid of Malchus. We're, we're accepting God as a king. And the second difference is that the month of I already is Yisoyed. Yisoid means we're bonding, we're creating a bonding relationship with Hashem. So the dominant force in Yitzias Mitzrayim Chodesh, Nishin is and the dominant force in Chodesh Iyar is already we building up to the level of Yisoid. So that's the second difference between the the first Pesach and the second Pesach. And then the um, Rebbe goes on to say, there's a third. There's there's there's, there's another difference. And um, which actually, before we go into the third difference, the first and the second differences are connected because the Rabbis says you find by the by the by the by Shvatim um, that it says that they they Al when they were in the field they were obviously working on what and elevating holy Spark. So it says that by the uh, the regular Shvatim, the, the eleven Shvatim, their avodah was what Bital Hayesh. They basically humbled their self. Notice they still had a self. They weren't willing to give up self. Their self, their yesh, they were bottle, which is the avoid of a which is connected to the idea of what? Of malchus. However, we know Yosef was Yosef at Saddik, and Yosef at Saddik is the mid of Yesoid, and Yosef was already bit of Matzias, which is his hapcha. So you see there's a connection between. Is and malchus and is and yisoid where we see by the shvatim and yosef atzadik. The third difference, Rebbe says, is that Pesach is the idea of dilug. What's the idea of dilug? Where you basically leaping over. What happened? What happened by Pesach? Hashem jumped over. Mean mean to say is that. In the first Pesach, when there was a dilog, when there was jumping over, what was that? That was the idea of Sphere Hamalkus, as we said before, which which is Surmyra, and which which uh, which which Mida is that? That is the Mida of Yira. So basically, the different another difference between the first Pesach. By the first P- Pesach, it was Dilug that got us into the level of Yiras Hashem, And then the second Pesach, which basically is the sphere of Yesoid, which is a connection, and that's Ishabcha, and that create that's when we create a loving relationship with Hashem. So again, there's three major differences between the first Pesach and the second Pesach, which is basically of and And again, just to recap, that the first the first the first Avoidan, the first Pesach, which is basically, is Surma Iran and is Skafia. And in the Midois it's Malchus. And in the actual practical, it's Yeres Hashem. And the second Pesach is Aseitoyv and hapcha, The Mido is and it leads into Avas Hashem. That's the basic difference between what the first Pesach and the second Pesach. Now so the Rebbe says now, we're going into the second Ois, the second chapter of this Mayimah, the Rebbe says, so what happens like this. We're going to focus now on the second Pesach. What's the second Pesach? The second Pesach is about Esabcha, Asay Tov, and avasashem. Hashem. Now, what happens when we have, when we're focused on asetoi, we're focused on just doing good, and when we're focused on just creating a yisoyed, a, a bonding relationship with Hashem, we have Avas Hashem, then we reach Hashem on a higher level. Now the Rebbe says the reason why we reach Hashem on a higher level is because we're willing to make the jump. And as we jumped out from the avodah of Chodesh Nisan, we jumped out of just Surmira. Okay, I'm not gonna do anything that's bad. No, no, I wanna do good, and I wanna bond, and I wanna connect, and I wanna have love for Hashem, then we reach Hashem on a much higher level. Because we reach Hashem on a much higher level, therefore, the Giloi, the revelation from Hashem, is much higher in month of Iyer versus the month of, of month of Nisan. Why? Because in the month of Nisan, we're only Surmirah, Okay, we're not gonna do anything bad. And we're gonna to connect to Malchus, here is Hashem. So then Hashem already makes, uh, he differentiates. If you want to bring a sacrifice, you have to be pure. If you're not poor, you can't bring. And these people are going out. These people aren't going about. There's a difference because we didn't reach Hashem at a very, very high level. However, when it comes to the second Pesach, when we already jumped out of our being, what do we want? We want to say toiv. We want to focus on doing good. We want to focus on our relationship. You say you want to have a real relationship with Hashem. Lamani gora. We don't want to be left out. We want to have a real relationship. We're coming from a place of Ava. Then what happens is Hashem says, Sure, not only am I giving you, the, uh, accepting you if you're impure, but I'm willing to accept every single one of you. Even if you are out of the way, even unfortunately if you're a sinner, and if you're not behaving, Hashem accepts us all. Why does Hashem accept us? All because we are creating a loving relationship with Hashem, and that, and then we come to the point where Hashem says, "Guess what? You're all invited. You're all accepted. There's no rules." Or as the as the expression in says in Yiddish, "As Pesach is it's never too late. There's everybody's accepted. Pesach Sheni, everyone's accepted. It's never too late. Why is it never too late? Because we made that tremendous jump. Now the Rebbe is going to explain a We're going to go into a little more Kabbalah here. What happens? Why is it taka that when we make that jump, Hashem is willing to accept and there's no more rules? And the Rebbe says very very simple. I'll give you an intro and then we'll go into more, a little more in depth. The Rebbe says because what happens is when we basically jump out. And we're focusing on Asaitav. When on, 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 we're connecting to Hashem in Yeshua, we don't want to be disconnected, we want to be connected, which is the meat of Yisoid, And we create Avaz Hashem. There ever says that Yeshua is in the world of, Atzi, of, of Atzilut. And that's point number one, which we'll explain a little more in depth as we go into Nisais. And point number two is that in the world of Atzilus, Yeshua is all about shining light. It's all about light. So when there's, there's light, there's no darkness. And the Rebbe explains like this. That what we just say, that there's a difference between Yisoyed and Malchus. Nerva says that um, what's the difference between Zah, now, za is actually called zer from the small face, which is referring to all the midot. But in there, you have the midas hayesoid, which is part of it. So the Rebbe says, what's the difference? which is including yesoid, is included in that package, and malchus. The Rebbe says, very very simple, because we know that in this in this you have intellect, emotions. Malchus is the last one. In every world, starting with the world of Atsilut, which is totally one with Hashem, to the world of Bria, Yitzira, Asiya, in every world, Malchus is the last sphere of that world, which really is already starting the process, the connection of the next world. So Malchus on the highest level, even though it's Malchus of Atzilus, is already connected to Bia. Bria, Yitzira, Asira. Zah, on the other hand, even though it's the lower level of the sea but that's still part of Atzilut. Now, so now, since Zoh is part of Atzilut and Yisoid is part of a- Zoh, which is in the world of Atzilut, and we know in the world of Atzilut it says Lo yegur There is no evil. There is no evil in the world in the world of Atzilut. So, in other words, since there is no evil, when we're connecting on the on the level of Yisoid that is 100% is hapcha. Why? Because it's all about one thing. When a person is connected on the level of yeso'id, the only focus is drawing in light. There's no transformation. They don't see anything negative they have to transform. And a person elevates himself to the month of Iyer, to the month to the idea of asay Toiv. Lama Nigara, I want to connect to Hashem, Avas Yisrael, true love, over there, there's, there's no darkness. You're just you're busy shedding light. So, in other words, the avoid of Yisayid is all about shedding light. And Rebbe brings actually, it's brought down in Kabbalah, and it says that what's the Avoid of Spherus Aimer? The Avoid of Spherus Aimer is to draw down the Mem test, the forty nine days that we count, forty nine shari bina, the forty nine gates of bina of understanding. And obviously, once we work on bringing more light every day, another more light, more light, 49 levels of Bina into our life, then what happens is on the 50th day, we get the 50th as, as a gift. So the whole avoid of spherus Oimer is about one thing, bringing in light into the world. And the gives another example. He says that we see that the month of Iyar, which is the second month, which is all about bringing in light. So Iyar stands for Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, and Rachel. The three patriarchs and the one matriarchs, as we know, they are, they are the ragli of the merkava, the wheels of the chariot, the feet of the chariot. With a, a, a regal of a chariot, we know that in order for a wheel to be a proper wheel on a chariot, you have to be bottle. You have to be totally nullified. Whatever the chariot wants, that's what you do. So the others on a spiritual level, they were the raglyamarkava, which means they were totally nullified. They were ready to do whatever Hashem wants. There was no room for arrogance. And as whatever was rotzayn Hashem, that's what we're ready to do. So you see clearly that the avoyda of Eir is all about bringing in light. A, we saw it in the and the avodah, bringing in the forty nine shari bina, and we get the fiftieth as a gift. And B, we see. In the idea that the Avois, Avraham, Yitzchak, and Rachel, which is the the creation uh, rea- rea- of, of, of of the Chayyim is all about being the chariot, just doing whatever Ratzon Hashem is, and um, so when a person is wants to, wants to do Ratzon Hashem, Yisaid then you're just busy drawing in light. If you're busy drawing in light, you're connecting to the highest places and it's all about bringing in light. It's all about creating a loving relationship with Hashem and obviously we can carry it on to other people and other, other experience that we're going through ourselves. Now, and the it goes further and he says like this, and I'll give you an intro to the next uh, paragraph, and then we'll go into it more in depth. The rubber says that that's what you see, that since the month of Iyer is all about what? Ishapcha, transformation, Asetoi, bringing in light. So you see that who... Um, is the ones that led the Jewish people um, in the, uh, and dealt with the Jewish people in reference to the month of Iyar Pesach Sheni is all Moish and Aaron, and we know that Mo- Aaron was all about his which we'll we'll soon explain. Moish was all about a we'll explain, and even the the fact that Moish and Aaron were involved. And you'd see this when Suraim Nishan, so you're going to say they were involved in the Skafia too. But the answer is the, all, the whole purpose of that Skafia was so that we should get to the level of Ishabcha to create a pleasure and joy with Hashem. So now a little more in depth. So the Rebbe explains like this that the month of year is all about Ishabcha. What does Ishabcha mean? You know, there's, there's when you're going away from evil, you're dealing with evil and you're pushing it away. There's a healthy Suraimera. A healthy sumeriyah is Ishabcha. Ishabcha is a healthy sumeriyah, which means you're just bringing in light into unfortunately areas which are, which is dark, but you're not you're not bogged down by the by the ra. You're just Ishabcha. You're going on dealing with bringing in light there, and it's again it's all about the idea of a seitoif. So it says when 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 it came to counting the bnei yisrael in the second month the second month, which is the month of the year, who counted the Bnei Yisrael? So the Torah says clearly, who counted the Bnei Yisrael? Moshe and Aaron counted the Bnei Yisrael. What's the connection of Moshe and Aaron with this whole idea of a sabkhan a Torah? And the Torah says very, very clearly, because we all know that Aaron represented Oyev Sholein, of Shalin. Aaron was someone that ran after peace and he pursued peace. What's the idea of peace? Peace means that you're taking things which chas for could be negative, people that chas for could be in a conflict. No, it's all peaceful. He puts people together. He creates shalom. That's the ultimate nishapcha. The ultimate nishabcha is you have two people that possibly can think differently and may act differently, but you create peace. So Aaron was all about the Avoid of through his mission of shalom. Moshe Rabbeinu, we know, was all about light. Moshe Rabbeinu is one that gave us the Torah, and we know that it says in the Torah that when when he was born, so the whole the whole house was full of uh, was full of light. It says They saw that he was good. What do you mean he was good? Because he filled up the whole house with light. So Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron, that counted the Jewish people in the month of Iyar, both resembled the idea of Isapcha, and they both resemble the idea of. Um, of Asay Tov, which is basically bringing in light, which that was the Avodah of Moethe Now, so the Rebbe says, I, we find that who took the Bnei Yisrael out of Mitzrayim? Obviously Hashem, but who, through who? Through Maitre and Aaron. So the if they took them out, then they should be more connected to Eskafiyah, or Sumirah. And the Rebbe says that the purpose of the Eskafiyah, of going out of Egypt, wasn't that we should stay in Eskafiyah. It just, wasn't that we should be busy with sumira. It was just a springboard to get us to the level of what? Ishabcha? And not only is sabcha, but even the higher level of... Of um, in elevating the sparks through ase not elevating the sparks through surmirah And the Rebbe says clearly, we find this in Tanya. The Alter says that even though a person could be on the level of altahi rasha, he's on a level where the Tanya said you shouldn't be a rasha. But the goal is he shouldn't stay on that level that he should be a rasha. Even someone that's on the level of rasha and the Tanya says Altahi rasha, the goal is that he should that he also has to fulfill the oath of ati tzadik. This. The person that has to fulfill the oath of alti rasha he's not exempt from alti from tzadik true alti but he also has to fulfill the requirement of what he which means practically a ishapcha what is ishapcha by 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 being a tzadik he has to come to the point where he despises evil that ra is something which he despises it's not him that's ishapcha and the second level he has to reach is toiv. he has to find pleasure and joy in in, in Hashem how does one come to finding pleasure and joy in Hashem the Rebbe says very simple by meditating on the greatness of Hashem you come to the level of finding joy in avoidance Hashem now so we see clearly that the Rebbe says that the goal is to focus on being the avoid of chaydashir, which is a Sabcha, which is Aseitoiv, which is the level of Yesoid, which is the level of Ava. I, we had to run away from evil? That was just a springboard to get us to the level of the Aseitoiv. That's the focus and that's what we have to live at and that's what we have to be at. But the Rebbe says something very, very powerful in the next chapter, chapter 5. The Rebbe says like this. Even though our avoid should be chaydashir which is all about what? Asetoi, Ischabcha, Yeso'id, Ava. But nevertheless, the compassion and the passion that one has when you're running away from evil, that drive even though it's we don't want to go deal with that mitzrayim but nevertheless that we need to bring that drive with us the drive that we have when you're running away from me when there's a fire the energy that we, we we get within us we have to bring that fire within us in the avoid of asitav as well and um once we bring that fire and passion from running away from Egypt into the Avoid of Aseitoib, Aido Aseitoyib is what is much greater. So Dirba explains this follow explains that idea, and he says like this. That obviously we're in the Avoido of Khaidash, and that should really be our Avoido, which is all about his It's all about basically as Dirba gave the example for from the Avais, be a Merkava, we should be a chariot. Meaning to say, What's a chariot? Whatever Hashem wants, he naini, I'm ready to serve you. Whatever Hashem is whatever is needed. I say I love you Hashem, I'm willing to do whatever, whatever's needed. But nevertheless, the Rebbe says, we have to bring with us, within us, and with us, the avoid of Yetzirah Mitzrayim, which is the passion and the excitement of Iska'fia. Because why? Because when you're running away from evil, there's a certain fire. And as Jeroboam says clearly, it says that even when Mashiach comes, we're still going to mention going out of Egypt. So the question is, why, we, when Mashiach is coming, who wants to remember going out of Egypt? We remember Teshari Tumah. And the Rebbe says, because the fire and the excitement that we had from running away, that fire we need. Not the evil part, but the fire that we had from running away, that we need, even when Mashiach comes. Why? Because the fact is that when we left Egypt, the, the Torah says, B'chi We left very, very quickly, alacrity. Why? Because we wanted to get out of there. We wanted to go to the Shekhinah. That's something that, unfortunately, where do you get that? When you're going through a soyon? When you're going through a challenge. When you're going out of memtashar tumah? Or like, like we say that, for example, where a place of a is, a it can never be. Because the fire that they have is supposed to, is unbelievable. So the goal is to bring that fire into our avoydav of she'ir. However, even though um, we have to bring it in, because the fact is like this. When a person is in the of ishaabcha, and when a person's avodah say toiv, it's a much more calmer avoid. You just focus on the good. You're just focusing on bringing light, and um, there's no there's no there's no jumping. So we have to bring that jumping part into our avodah. In other words, so what is Pesach Pesach shani? Very clearly, the says Pesach is our avoidah has to be toiv. We have to be busy with bringing in light. We have to be busy with love and getting along with everyone and, kind and just dealing with positivity. But sometimes we're just doing it too calm. We're, we're lacking the, the fuel. We're lacking the excitement to do it. So that we have to bring from our old old history of going out of Egypt. That's the only thing we bring. Just that power and that energy. And there quotes actually where um, uh, um, says acharecha um, narutza um, so what, what does the posseg mean? Moshcheni acharecha, draw me, Narutza, and it says plural. So the Rebbe explains what it means very, very simple. Moshcheni acharecha is basically that the godly soul goes ahead and he inspires the animal soul to have a love for Hashem and to, to cleave to Hashem. And Moshcheni acharecha means that, I'm, that you, you, you're drawing me out, you're drawing out the, godly, the animal soul to, be, to do what Hashem wants, to have a love for Hashem. Then, narutza, plural, so even though the godly soul is one that's pulling the animal soul to have a la- avas Hashem, but then narutza, we're both going to run. Because the animal soul, is, is, he's, he's running. He's always busy, he's excited, he's passionate. But unfortunately, in the wrong places. acharecha. the godly soul inspires the animal soul to have a avas Hashem, but then narutza, we learn from the animal soul to run in our avas Hashem. And and the Rebbe explains the reason why, unfortunately, the um, the first Pesach we can never reach the, the level of Pesach Sheni because our relationship with Hashem was really motivated by fear, and because it's motivated by fear, it can only go so far. In the second Pesach, Pesach Sheni, what was Pesach Sheni? Bnei Yisrael were bringing the Karbon, they were bringing sacrifices, following Hashem Torah and Mitzvahs, they were learning Torah and doing Mitzvahs, Aseh Toiv. So when a person is learning Torah and doing Mitzvahs, what are you connected to Hashem? Hashem is infinite. So in first Pesach, because our relationship was yearah, we're, we're running away. We're not really connecting to anything infinite. Mashenken and Pesach when we're, we're connecting Hashem to the Torah and mitzvahs. We're connecting to the infinite. We're connecting to Bleigvul, and once Vul is revealed, obviously that is um, much, much more powerful and much greater. And that's why the Rebbe says it's interesting is that we know in Tanya, in the beginning of Tanya, the Tanya begins, and he starts speaking about two souls that we each have. What's the first soul Tanya says? Our animal soul. What's our second soul? Our godly soul. So that until so Friedrich Rebbe says that Pesach Sheni, it's a beautiful idea. Pesach Sheni, Pesach, the second Pesach is connected to our our Nefesh is the second soul that it talks about in Tanya. In other words, the first Pesach is connected to our first our first soul, which is our animal soul. Why? Because what happened in Mitzrayim? Mitzrayim, unfortunately, our Nefesh of Bahamas took over. Who was running our life? Our Nefesh of Bahamas. We were in a dark, it was very dark for us because our animal soul was, was, was running the show. So therefore, Pesach, the first Pesach is more connected to our, our Nefesh of Rishon that, that's talking about in Tanya, which is Nefesh of Bahamas. Meshenkeim, Pesach Sheni, is connected to what? To the Nefesh of Shenish of as it speaks about in Italian, which is our godly soul. And um, then the, 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 in the sixth chapter, the Rebbe goes on to explain that um, Pesach Sheni, not only is it greater than the first Pesach, it's hugely greater than the first Pesach, and spiritually, it's possibly on the same level, on a certain level, it's on the same level as the future redemption. And the Rebbe explains this philosophy. he says like this, that um, it's possible to say, perhaps you can say that the um, that this tremendous jump because Pesach Sheni is also called Pesach, Pesach Rishon Hashem jumped over Pesach Sheni is also called Pesach. So it's possible that the tremendous jump of Pesach Sheni is far greater than the jump of Pesach Rishon, um, almost like when it says that when Mashiach comes, so it's going to be um, that the, 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 the miracles of when Mashiach comes are going to be far greater than the miracles of going out of Egypt. So the Rebbe says also going out, Pesach Shani is also far far greater. Well, how do we, how, what's the connection with saying that it's far greater? And the Rebbe says, he brings a Medrash. The Medrash says as follows, that um, the Medrash says going out of Egypt, going out of C.S. Y- Mitzrayim, and all other Goliaths, all other redemptions, is like let's say you're in a dark room. It's very very dark, and you light a candle. Wow, you see the light. So guess what? But it's only a candle. But the future, he gems when Mashiach comes. It's going to be like the sun is shining. What's the difference between a sun and a candle? Because you light a candle, a candle at some point goes out. <laughs> depends how much oil. Depends how much uh, wax you have. But when the sun comes out, we know the sun lasts forever. Now. What's the connection? That's what the Medrash says. What does it mean spiritually? That the, going out of Egypt is like a candle, and when Mashiach comes, it's going to be like the sun. The Arabic says, very, very simple, that it's brought down a chassidus, and it says that a candle is connected to Malchus, of the Sfirot. When the Jewish people left Egypt, so what does it say? Upasach Hashem ala Pesach. Hashem jumped over the door. A door is also Malchus. So in other words, Going out of Egypt is connected to Malchus, a candle is Malchus, so that's the connection between a candle and going out of Egypt. However, it says, when Mashiach comes, when Mashiach comes, it says the light is going to be like the sun, light of the sun. Why is the light going to be the light of the sun? Because it's going to be from the level of Zah, the six Midot. And... Because it's going to be like the light of the, the six Midot, therefore it's like the light of the sun. So the Rebbe said, what did we just learn? That Pesach Sheini is which sphere? It's not Malchus. The first Pesach is Malchus. That's like a candle. When Mashiach comes, it's going to be like the Shemesh, which is the Midas. We learned that Pesach Sheini is already the Midas Hayesoid. one of the one of these six spheres of Zoh. So you see there's a direct connection between the Pesach Sheni and Mashiach coming that they're both connected to Shemesh as they're both connected to the idea of Zod, the midos and the Midah of Yesoid. And the last chapter of, uh, of this Mayim, I'll finish up by saying is that when we celebrate Pesach Sheni, obviously celebrating Pesach Sheni on a on a uh, on a physical level, we have to eat matzah, etc. And also, when we celebrate Pesach Sheni, as we explained in the maimer we will usher in the final redemption. And the says clearly that through our work, because it's a lot of work, and our effort to celebrate Pesach Sheni, um, we will usher in the future of redemption um, in a manner of what? Pesach, leaping. Now, the Medrash says clearly, on the, on the, on the uh, Pasuk, in Shir Hashirim, referring to when Mashiach comes, when Mashiach is going to come, he's going to come leaping over on the mountain, but the Rebbe says that when it comes to Mashiach's coming is, the Rambam says, the leaping is going to be, not in a way of leaping, where it's going to take a long time, but in the way of, the Rambam writes, as soon as he comes, we're going, to be, we're, going to, we're going to be redeemed right away, Mashiach will redeem us and take us, to Eretz Yisrael and the Rebbe finishes off um, literally now. That is the beautiful Hasidic discourse of the Rebbe. But I just want to reiterate again. The Rebbe says clearly that when we do our work and our effort to celebrate Pesach Sheini, what does it mean practically? Because Pesach Sheini, yes, we celebrate Pesach Sheini, we eat matzah. But what's the work and what's the effort of celebrating Pesach Sheini? The work and the effort of celebrating Pesach Sheini is, the avoid of Pesach Sheini is that everybody's accepted. Because when you're living on the level that you're doing Hesabcha, you're doing Ase Toiv, you're basically living in the Gisoyed, which is basically connecting to Hashem. On a practical level, it means that you love everybody. And as Zerba said clearly in the mind, because Yesoid is connected to the world of Atzilus, so what does that mean, the world of Silus you connect to everybody? You are busy with one thing only. We're busy bringing light into the world. We're busy bringing love into the world. We're busy bringing unity into the world. Anything that's not light, anything that's not unity, we don't deal with. And because we're going to elevate ourselves and we're going to work hard and not be busy with Sur Meirat, that happened in Egypt. The only thing we're going to take from here is the energy, the fire. But our fire, we're going to be busy with one thing and one thing only, to be busy bringing in light. We will be zoicha, that we will be the cause of the great light to be revealed and Hashem is going to reveal the great light, the light of Hashem, which will usher in Mashiach, speedily in our days. Thanks so much for joining in to our Chassidus class here in Chabad. We're very, very blessed to have this class here at Chabad. And let's hope that as we know it says, uh, Bel Shanto says, that as we uh, share the teachings of, Mashiach, of, of Chassidus, Mashiach will come, mar kusa. Mashiach will come when we continue to share the beautiful words of the Rebbe, all about the light of chasidus thank you thank you